This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. He ended up in jail and getting shot up. What is up, everyone, and welcome to episode 21. I am your host, Alanized, and this is Noche de Pendejadas. Para todas las pendejas allá en casita que no saben qué es esto, escuchen pendejas. Noche de Pendejadas is a weekly episodic show where I go ahead and bring your favorite influencers to chismear, have some cocktails, and see what the fuck they've been up to. So si tú quieres ver a tu influencer favorito, hazme un pinche favor, pendeja, and drop their usernames down below. La semana pasada, you guys, Ustedes vieron el episodio super caliente de Bram T Y esta semana les traigo a alguien just as exciting Please help me welcome tonight's guest, Africa Hello, hello baby Hi baby I feel like this episode was a little in the making yeah. We had a little complications to get you did. here But she's here y'all Estamos planeando este episodio when? Like maybe three weeks ago? Three weeks ago Your schedule got super fucking busy that we had to like switch everything around Pero aquí estamos I Aquí estamos, aquí listos. So for those of you guys that don't know, I'm going to go ahead and switch it over to Africa para que ella les diga un poquito de quién es y qué hace. Hi right, guys, I'm Africa G on Instagram. I'm from LA, currently living in LA, and I run three companies, fashion clothing brand for fitness, fitness uh, supplements, and also fitness bands. So that's really like my whole thing, just fitness, healthy lifestyle, and fashion. And you're an Instabatty. You know what's so crazy, guys, para decirles, the last time I spoke with you I think we're at a party bus because I feel like every time I see you we're, we're at, at a, a fucking party, party bus the last time I spoke with you like on a real level we're talking about how like you're so successful but you really are not on your social medias like that like you're a different type of success you're like that like working in the back success in the recent years that has estado más alocándote más on social media but I feel True. like before you were working so hard behind the scene thank you it's so crazy like when I really like look at Africa like you see her pretty face just an Instagram bad and you see on Instagram like a lot of the time you guys I feel like a lot of people think like all these Instagram baddie girls like that's all they are like the mm -hmm. baddie yeah pero tú eres face brains and everything bitch like <laughs> she gives it all and it's crazy because for those of you guys that don't know me and Africa go back to like Santa Ana Oh, Santa Ana. That is crazy, girl. He threw the girl. whole city out there, like Santa Ana, Santana. Yeah, it literally is you because, gotta you say know, it right. crazy. Santana. Santana, bitch. A little Santanero moment. Right. It's so crazy because when I started seeing Africa pull up to, like, these events and started, like, you know, I started seeing her more and more often. I remember, as I te pregunté, no? Yeah. I was like, hey, are you that Africa from, like, Santana, Africa? <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. And she's like, no, I'm not. No. She's like, de esa no hablamos. That's my twin. <laughs> Back in the day, you guys, I'm talking about high school days yeah. before social media was like a thing Big. we didn't go to the same school but su nombre sonaba mucho why because you were a latina with a african well not even an african name you just had the country's fucking yeah. name the continent or country continent. whatever continent, bitch. i'm over here like i'm like educate me babe <laughs> but that's crazy it's yeah. crazy that we go yeah. hella back i feel like when i moved to santa Ana, a lot of people would always 
like not they wouldn't bully me because I wasn't the one nor the two but they would always be like oh my gosh her name's Africa and she's Mexican and that was the whole topic and then para chingarla my last name is Chow and it's yeah. Chinese and it was like Africa Chow that's like my actual legal name and a lot of people would be like but why Africa like and then they would make fun of my accent back then I had an accent like mm -hmm. a very thick LA accent and people would be like why does she talk like that she has an accent I'm like oh my gosh I thought I was talking proper I feel like I could do both I feel like when I'm in a like friend setting yeah. and I'm with my homegirls and estamos cotorreando y todo I can really just get very ghetto because that's my roots you know what I'm saying but I also I am a 4.3 GPA student like Period. I graduated top in my class and everything and then in college I had my bachelor's I was in honors in college university the whole thing so I I feel like I also have that like book smart yeah. and street smart both in me and it's just like it comes out depending on the person so if Which I don't know so you it's so weird that like gonna have like, like you a, said there's not a lot of people that can have that combination the book smart and the street smart and I feel like that's why I say you have it all bitch when you'd be like what does Africa bring to the table bitch lays it flat and she's like I, all I'm it the is. table bitch we're gonna go ahead you guys y vamos a empezar con el pinche chisme porque yo sé que ustedes para eso vinieron and we're gonna go ahead and go over to chisme and cocktails alright you guys so como pueden ver um, you don't drink too often right I don't but like I used to fucking drink I was a bartender yeah. like oh, shit. In, back in the day so I was drinking and I feel like now with your, um, journey, your fitness journey and lifestyle it just cambio, but I'm like you know what we're gonna drink aunque sea un poquito hoy you guys para el show yeah. para arriba para abajo para el centro y para adentro a ver I stay drinking Trulies, you guys. You'll never catch me drinking beer. I love beer. Oh, you're a beer I girl. I love beer. And it's so ghetto because I'll have like my fucking beer in my hand and everyone else is drinking shots and I'm like, Ah, you're with the hookah, <laughs> like, I love beer, but I mean, it's so bad. And the is. amount of times you have to go pee and get up, no. This is I want to know more a little bit about you. I want to know, you know, your childhood, everything you've been through to get to the Africa that you are today. I think when people first get to know me, they see me with like the glitz and glams mm -hmm. of it because that's like my life, right? Um, but a lot of people who... The people who know me know me and know my story, but the people that are kind of new don't don't really know yeah. that. Um, when I moved to Santa Ana, I had gone to Venice High School. 11th grade, they moved me to Santa Ana, and that's because I entered like the foster care system. Mm -hmm. My mom had left to Dubai. I didn't have anyone really. Like my dad, yeah, but he was living in like a room with like five other men, and it just wasn't the environment for me to live in. And although he's present in my life, it was just not possible for me yeah. to be able to live with him. So I went into the foster care system and to not go into like group homes because they wanted to like move me and everything, my aunt decided to become a legal guardian. And so my aunt Angie, shout out Angie, um, she became a legal guardian until 18, and yeah, it was rough. It was rough in the beginning because I didn't have anyone to really tell me what to and what not to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm a 15-year-old girl getting tattoos, dyeing my hair red, was just living the fucking life and just being everywhere I shouldn't have been. Yeah, being really. a loca. Being a fucking loca, una desmadrosa, una pinche, like, no. That led me into a lot of trouble like a lot of trouble although my school i never let that shit like drop drop like i was this crazy ass girl running away from home and doing all this shit doing all the things that a child like not a child a teenager does but my school shit i was like no like it was prioritized like, it had to get done because 
I feel like I grew knowing that that was my gateway out, out of poverty or out of, you know, I'm a dreamer. I come into, I came into this like country. Well, my mom came into this country and she wanted better. And you you get the same pláticas yeah. que todos agarran. Tienes que seguir estudiar, luchando, estudiando, yes. para adelante, el sueño americano y todo eso. Entonces, that was always ringing in my head. And I was exposed living to LA to Beverly Hills, Hollywood, the glitz and the glam. And I knew I wanted to be there. Yeah. I didn't want to be in the outskirts in the hood in LA. I wanted to be in, Yeah. you know? So I think a lot of people don't know that about me and everything I had to go through to get to where I am. How was it like, you know, doing that transition from moving to LA to the hood of Santa Ana? Because if you're from Santa Ana, I love me some Santa Ana, but bitch, it's Santa hood. Ana can get hood. It's fucking, it's actually, a lot of people don't know A lot of people don't, yeah, no, Santa it's Ana very is. fucking hood, you guys. A lot of my friends were like into that shit and they would just drag me, bitch. There was times, I've gotten like shot at, I've done a whole story time. Like, How that's was that whole thing. culturally, like, was that a shock to you? That was a complete culture shock. Like, don't get me wrong, LA is a hood. I'm from Mid-City in LA. Like, that's where I was from, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's where I was raised my whole life, Mid-City, LA. And if you don't know where that is, that's the center of Los Angeles. A lot of cribs, a lot of 18th Street, you know, is just dominant in that area. When I moved to Santa Ana, it was so different because for once I was surrounded by only Mexican people. Yeah. Like I had diversity in LA and then I come to Santa Ana and it's just 98% people Mexican. And the other yeah. two was like maybe Guatemalan, maybe a little bit of Salvadorian. But you didn't see it a lot. But yeah. you didn't see it, it at rare. all. It was really hood and like I, back in the day when I was like 16, I had this little boyfriend and he was like in a gang and it was just, you know, like he ended up in jail getting shot up at and I realized I'm like, oh fuck, if I don't divert my life right now, I'm going to end up there. like everyone else, yeah. you know? And I just didn't want that for me. And although at that moment, as a teenager, that could be fun. Yeah. Like the thrill, really the anger. Yeah. The, I mean, the Even anger. as an adult, it can be fucking fun. Be but fun, then you really but... have to like think about like where are all these people ending up at? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't know if it was God. I don't know if it was an angel. I don't know if in the back of my mind, I knew where I was going to be in life. But I always just knew like, this is so fun, but I can quickly wind down from this yeah. so i quickly changed my life did you have a moment like in your life where you're like yeah parale y ponte las yes. pilas oh absolutely i took this boyfriend at the time that i had to my college campus santa Ana college oh, period. and i had this professor that was really helping me with my life and like everything that i wanted to do and he was like um if you don't leave that man like he straight up saw Damn. like he saw me like walking with him on campus he wasn't even enrolled in school and he was like if you don't make a change right now in your life like everything you're doing right now in school and everything you're working for is invalid and i was like who is he to tell me like yeah. what the hell to do like i'm gonna report his ass i think that that kind of stuck with me and then like people would just stare yeah. Like everyone, like all the professors, the people, like even in Santa Ana College, which you get diversity again, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, everyone would just stare like at Africa G with this like straight out, gecked out like gangster. And yeah. I was just like, damn, like maybe I don't fit with this person. And he had cheated and stuff. So I'm like, eh. 
Did it take a little time after that incident with your professor for you to be like, you know what, maybe my professor's right and maybe being with this person is only gonna bring me trouble and not success? Or like right when the professor told you, like you're like, fuck you, I'm out. So the funny part is that that same week that that professor told me, he ended up in jail and getting shot up. Oh. Like his whole car was like shot up and I was like, I could have been there and I could have died because yeah. his car was like left and it was like shot up and oh, he damn. ran for his life because they got the yanta so the car couldn't really just move. And um, while he was in jail, I had like this girl reach out to me and she's like, hey, I just want you to know that that's not just your man, that's our man. And You're, I was oh like, damn, like life is really just hitting me hard with like all, all of this shit. So I just need to like, was it hard for you to pick yourself up from that situation? Because I feel like at such a young age, too, I feel like a veces muchas jovencitas, mucha gente de esa edad, piensan que toda su vida es el novio, que toda su vida es la personita que están con. Was it hard for you to be like, wow, my life's over, like, my man's gone, like, everything, to pick yourself up? Or you're like, you know what, I'm going to take this as a sign and get the fuck up and do what I got to do or do what I was meant to do? To be very honest, it was a two-year relationship, so I'd like to tell you it wasn't hard, but what made it easier is that, like, college. You know what I mean? You have the college yeah. parties, you have the football games. I ended up dating this, like, little football player that was, like, playing um, in Santa Ana College, and I just feel like that made it easy for me to transition out of that, but it was very hard in the beginning um, because at that age, you think that love is just, like, sunshine and rainbows yeah. and danger. And it wasn't that. It really wasn't. How did you go from, you know, you went to college, mm -hmm. um, estudiastes, you graduated. How did that um, Africa going to college tie into what you're doing now? Because I know you're you're doing the damn thing, bitch. And I've told you so many times. I told you, no, it's, ah, tampoco me entiendo. I told you <laughs> a couple times cuando te miro, I'm like, damn, like, it's like amazing. It's crazy seeing everything you've accomplished. How does all that tie to what you're doing now? I went to Cal State Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Um and I knew I wanted to be a business major, but I went to school to actually open up a strip club. Oh, period. And I was like, okay, I, and that is in the hospitality and management industry. And I was like, strip clubs, bars, nightclubs. I was bartending at the time, and I wanted to learn like the ropes of running a bar and yeah. stuff. And I had a mentor. His name is Ty Lopez, and he's he's the guy that I don't know if you remember, like a book in my garage, and he had like the Ferrari. I don't know if you remember, it was kind of viral, right? You guys know which one? Okay, but anyways, this guy, and he became one of my mentors and a really good friend. And he told me, if you get into this industry, just understand that you're going to be around a lot of bad energy. Yeah. And you're just not going to succeed at like what you think you will, because it's very corrupt in a way too yeah. and i was like are we in mexico or are we in los angeles because yeah. like but i guess there's corruption everywhere and i guess there's things that a lot of things we don't know you know what i mean that go behind the scenes and especially being like a female that. going into this type of business being a female can be very fucking intimidating absolutely yeah and i think that he had told me that and he's like, why don't you try acting or why don't you try something else? And I was just like, maybe, right? Like, maybe yeah. I could try that. Maybe I could do something like, you know, but um, at the time, I feel like I, um, I didn't choose. I knew I wanted to do business, mm -hmm. right? I thought I knew what I wanted to do, which was strip clubs, bars and all that stuff. But life just completely took me on a different route. And I, I can't lie to you, tell you telling you that that was planned. 
that just kind of happened. happened. Yeah. It just guided. Do you feel like there was a moment in your life that you're like, wow, like my life is shifting in a new direction that you didn't think it would have been? Like, do you remember that moment that like shifted your whole life to the direction it is going now? To be honest, yes, but not in a positive way. I feel like something really bad happened in my life and it completely shook and shifted absolutely everything. And at that very moment, I was extremely, extremely depressed. I was extremely just, I felt alone. I felt like I was losing everyone and everything in my life. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? I think I should just do what I've always wanted to do, which was kind of get in the gym and work on my body. Because to be very honest yeah. with you, um, I've always been extremely skinny, like very, yeah. very skinny and not like the healthy type of skinny. I was like 80 pounds, like at like 20 years old, which is not healthy. Yeah. And at 21, I decided to hit up like a trainer to train me. And at the time, my best friend was like, oh, my gosh, there's this like amazing trainer. He's like transforms people's asses like you have to see him. And I saw him and he had like about 200,000 followers. Yeah. And I was like, he's not going to hit me up. Like he's not going to respond to me. Like, you know, like I at the time, I think I had like 16K. Yeah. I'm like, he's not going to know who I am. He's not going to respond. But I tried, you know, I tested my luck and I messaged him and now he is my husband. Uh, you're like, and the end is history. It's and crazy. This is, uh, and this is the pregnancy announcement. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's crazy because yeah. it's crazy how if you guys don't know, if you guys follow Africa, and for those of you guys do, that for those of you guys that don't, Achilles Way Seed, you've made your your whole Instagram and your whole come up online has a lot of fitness to do with it. Absolutely. You've had a crazy transformation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for those of you guys that don't know her fiance is the booty king how was that how did that come about because girl like you went from training to marriage i gotta clarify he is my husband oh you guys are, okay. yeah we're married we got married in the court but we never had like our wedding oh, okay, okay okay and i'm glad because as you know you're invited you know i know this. girl i was like wait what do you mean you guys got married already <laughs> yeah we got married in the court three years ago so we've been married oh, legally damn. three years yeah it's been a while it's been that's a crazy wait so how long have you guys been together for we got married six months after meeting each other so that's actually eight months i'm sorry six months he became my boyfriend and two months after, we got married. How Crazy, but when you know, you just fucking know. And how and long have just, you guys been together for? Like, well, like four years now. Four years that I've known him. Because three years and eight months or whatever. It, it like, I don't to know, me. do the math, three bitch. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's crazy, yeah. bitch. Yeah. What, what made you do that leap? Because that's a big step. I'm in a fucking six-year relationship and like. Are you ready? I don't know. Uh. Like, no, not, not that I'm not ready. Like, I feel like. It's not the time yet. You know what yeah. I mean? I was scared. Yeah. I'm no, 22 no. years old. Like, I'm like, is that it? Like, is, is, like, this, is this where my I hang? Yeah. hang down, you know? No, but um, I just knew. I knew that he was different. I knew that no one in this life would ever treat me the way he did. Yeah. Like, he would write poems to me and leave them with a bunch of white roses in my porch. You know? Um, 
And then he, when he asked me to be his girlfriend, he took me to the first place we ever first met at, um, which was this restaurant. Oh, um, I was going to say the gym. I was oh, the gym. <laughs> not, we, we, we ever the first, first date. Uh, date, date. Not date, but like we went out to eat after yeah. workout. Okay, um, yeah. And it was the first day we had worked out and he was kind of giving me the ropes. Like, this is how it's going to go. This is what I'm going to need from you. You're going to need your protein. You're going to need these meals. This is how many times you have to eat. And like kind of educating me on the yeah. whole fitness life. And he took me to this like place um, in Orange County and... He took me there again when he asked me to be his girlfriend and he had the waiter like bring this like origami style type of like thing. And like the lady brought it in like a, like a, whatever you call that thing. Like a, like, yeah, that thing. And then, and so um, I opened it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm opening it. It's just like talking about how like we first met here and then talking about like the qualities that he loves in me. And then he said, will you be my girlfriend? And he's just coming out with a, like a rose. And I'm like, Oh my god, girl. Like, you're fucking kidding me. Like, and I just never had anyone like treat me the way he did. And he would always tell me, like, he would always literally be like, You're gonna be my wife one day. I'm like, Bro, I I wouldn't even be your girlfriend. Yeah, like, we're not even dating yet. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so adamant about not dating him because everyone on social media, um, he has a pretty big following on YouTube. And everyone there didn't like me because they're like, She has an attitude and she's not grateful for being trained by him. And you need to train one of us. People on social media just talk to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I was just like, I don't want them to be like, Oh my gosh, she's just trying to like, you know, like, like fuck him yeah, and, yeah. and like get get trained, which yeah, yeah. wasn't even that. Like he didn't even charge me, first of all. And it was because he was like, I'm not gonna charge you, but let me document your entire Like progress. you were his project at the he beginning. Was my project. I was his first project ever. And that, that shit crazy. blew him the fuck up. up. And so it was like for like both of us. And we kind of like I feel like God put two people that were in need and like there for each other. And he was like, this is, that's when I knew he was the one because number one, he would respect me and love me like no other man had ever besides my father. And he knew exactly what he wanted in life. And I loved that about him because I knew what I wanted in life or so I thought, right? And then we blew up together. That's crazy. It's crazy that you mentioned, you know, wow, bitch, I'm feeling inspired. I didn't know this whole story, bitch. Even me, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, if you, I'm a little, put little clips in there, bitch, and I'm like, like, I am so intrigued with this story. You know, it's crazy, which leads me to my next topic, uh, which leads me to my next topic, you know, uh, like you said, you know, he created a big following. Majority girls, because... 99%, 99% yes. female. That's his, his ratio. 99. 99% females. Um, you know, they call him the booty king. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, you know, as his wife, mm-hmm. um, seeing him train girls? Because I feel like, you know, I feel like you get that a lot. Like, Africa, como te sientes tu? Like, do you get jealous? Do you feel like this causes problems in your guys' marriage? How do you feel when, you know, you get these type of comments? I feel like I get that so much. Like, how how do you do it? How do you feel? But I really will say two things. Number one, I've naturally never really been the jealous type. Like, I don't know why. Like, I won't say I'm so No, I know why, bitch. Because you're that bitch. I I feel like yes and no, because I think every woman has their own insecurities, and I would lie to tell you that I feel like I'm perfect because I'm not, right? I am human, and I have my own insecurities, you know? Um, But I don't let them have power over me. But with him, number one, I'm not really the jealous type, and number two, it's in the man to make you feel 
protected, respected, and to know that there is certain boundaries. Communication is also another thing. If he tells me, hey, this person's going to come and we're going to train, or hey, I'm going to go and, you know, all that, I'm okay with it. But yeah. if you start telling me that you, someone came to my house, but now I'm not home and I don't know this girl and you don't tell me anything, I might have a problem with yeah. that because I think that it should be communicated. But I think very early on, I knew what he was doing yeah. and I knew what was going to come with being his wife. And I think because we, we don't focus on like some malicious, like, oh my gosh, ass and fit. No, it's yeah. like empowering women. It's like showing them that they can get their dream body without having to spend 20, 30 K, 40 K yeah. on a surgery, which is completely okay. But some people don't have that money. Yeah. You know, some people don't want to get in debt and spend 20 K on a BBL. And for those people, it's like, there's hope. You can do this at home, at the comfort of your home or a gym. And I think when we focus on the bigger picture, then there's no room for jealousy and stuff. And I feel like also like it comes a lot to do with like you're also into fitness so you know you guys are both in the same industry it's kind of like when you know a rapper starts dating like someone that is like fuera de su industria mm. obviously there comes to be a lot of tension a lot because they don't understand the industry but you both you know como dices tú you're also very understanding you know what he's doing you do it too you know what I mean yes. you train you you know you work out so you understand him, which comes to my next question. You know, you mentioned about, you know, the BBLs and everything. Like, you know, claim that your whole, you know, transformation, your whole ass, you know, transformation is, you know, como se dice? Um, fake. Fake. Yeah. yeah. What do you have to say to those people? You know, I feel like a lot of people not only just say, oh, my gosh, you got a BBL. Oh, my gosh, that couldn't have been done natural. They've literally claimed me of wearing butt pads, which I'm like not against. But no, like I've worked not, way it's not too me, hard. Bitch. Yeah, no, I've worked way too hard for people to discredit me. And at first it would piss me off and I'd be like responding and being yeah. like, you have no idea how hard I worked for this. Don't ever discredit me because I had to go through a lot yeah. to get to where I'm at. And I mean, a lot of physical, you know, push having to force myself to eat when I didn't want to take another bite because I struggled to eat right yeah and so when people were discrediting me about that I was like no that's not fair but I feel like now um because Anthony was very in my ear like people are gonna say that because people don't know you yeah but the people that like do know my journey from the very beginning and it was all documented on YouTube so like you see my whole progress there. like the proof is actually there, there thank yeah. god, you know thank god because thank it, god bitch if not it would have been harder yeah. to convince but you know yeah. what I feel like when you see me in person you know it's natural yes like you for sure know it's natural Cause I don't look, you know, but I hit my angles, like, yeah. you know, like I hit my angles and I can make myself look enhanced. Like yeah. a lot of people do, but I've talked about that too. I'm very blunt and very real and raw with like my followers and I'll just like show myself with my stretch marks and show myself with my cellulite and show myself with a good angle and then a bad angle. And then I'll just like, it's yeah. like, look, you guys, it's fucking real. And if you don't think so, it's probably just because you don't know me, but I don't blame you because it's not easy. So sometimes it could be like, there's no way, but there is a way and you can do it too. And I feel like, so. like exactly what, what you said. I feel like majority of the time, la gente que habla es porque es gente que quisiera poder hacer lo que tú hiciste. Mm -hmm. And that just for whatever reason, like either they fell or they never tried. Mm -hmm. You exactly. know what I mean? And it gets a lot into people's head to where it's like, wow, like I've been trying to achieve that. Like I was never able to do it, but how did she do it? Absolutely. Like, how does she have the willpower? How does she do this? How does she do that? 
And a veces en el internet, you guys, nunca vas a ganar. Yeah, true. Nunca vas a ganar con la gente true. porque la gente, yo es lo que siempre digo, la gente habla porque tiene boca y nomás por eso. <laughs> And it really is like that. Like, people will talk, like, bitch, like, I've been dragged. I've been used as a fucking broomstick and mm -hmm. I feel like you get over it and you get, you know, you start te adaptas. And it's yeah. something crazy because it's like, how do you like adapt to hate? How do you adapt yeah. to people talking shit? You really do. Yeah. You really just kind of have to be like, you know what? This is my life and I'm always going to have people I don't know talking shit. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's more about them than it is about you. Absolutely. Like all these words get they said, all this shit that they claim online it only will hurt you if you give those words power. Absolutely. And if you let them fucking, you know, get in you, then, you know, it's going to cause something in you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, now that you're on social media, because I feel like you're growing so fast mm -hmm. on social media and you're really, um, you know, your presence online is becoming, you know, big. How do you deal with... Be now an influencer, being on social media full time and managing all these business that you've created and still keeping up with everything you fucking do. I'm going to be honest. Like I always tell people I'm not a fucking influencer. I'm a fucking CEO. Period. And I mean that because to me, social media is fun. fun. Mm -hmm. And I get that people do that for work. And I love that. Like yeah. I, I truly love that. Um, but for me, my life is a little different. So when I like I'll go like two weeks without posting and people will be DMing me like are you okay like What's are you wrong? dead and you're yeah. like no I'm working bitch I'm like I'm just working it's been a crazy week at work and it's just really that I want to prioritize my business first yeah. because that's lo que va a sacar a mi familia adelante lo que yeah. va a poder um comprarle a mi abuelita y mi papá y a mi mamá una casa you know what yeah. I mean so I prioritize that Because social media can make you a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But um, I I feel like I would just start too slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would just be where if I put my focus on this, then I can literally live the life that I want and be able to give my people what I want to give them. And then social media and everything else is fun to me. Yeah. And that's how like, you know, when, when we go out and we have our things and, you know, we party it up, it's so much fun to me. And I just see it as fun. I. It's I, more like a, it's not a job to you. It's not a job to me. It's yeah. fun. So I do it at my time when I feel like it because there's times where I'm just so exhausted truly from work um, and from doing everything I have to do. And another thing I feel like, I feel like sometimes I struggle with like, are they going to take me serious yeah. when I'm in a meeting and I'm in front of a bunch of people and I'm telling you, this is what I want and this is what we're going to do. And this is how we are going to execute it. And I'm on social media shaking my ass. Like I'm still <laughs> trying to find a balance because yeah. I want them to know that I'm still Africa G, yeah. but don't get it fucked up because I'm actually very fucking smart and I know how to run a fucking business because that's why I have yeah. three, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's just fun to me and I don't know where it's going to go. Um, but I think that, um, my main goal with my social media is to be able to inspire women, especially yeah. women like me, you know, who don't come from nothing, who come from a different country, come to something new and just, you know, build something for themselves. Wow, you guys, I'm literally like, I have not like lost eye contact with you, bitch, because <laughs> I feel so inspired. And bitch, I'm not even a woman, but I'm just like, whoa, like, yeah. it's so crazy. And it's exactly what I said in the beginning of this. Like, you see you and obviously you see a pretty face, you know, you see someone bomb. And it's crazy, like, cuando 
en verdad empiezas a conocer a la persona, en verdad empiezas a que la persona te abra su libro, mm -hmm. and you start being like, wow, like, it took so much for the bitch that's sitting in my fucking sala right now to be where she's at now. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy. Y lo que no contamos. Lo exactly. Que no contamos. Like, I'm sure there's like so much shit that you went yeah. through that we're not talking about today that, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff being on social media, a veces tienes que decidir qué es lo que pones out, qué es lo que mm -hmm. no pones, what really will make a difference online and what really won't. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's so crazy. It's so inspiring. And I've never been, I don't know, like, I might just say this because, no, I'm not saying this because you're here, bitch. Yeah. I've never been so intrigued by a guest Thank because you. a lot of the time we talk more about what's going on online mm -hmm. and i feel like today's episode you know like i feel like you don't really publicize so much of your life online other than the trips the glitz and the I glam don't. yeah so it's so different and so amazing to me to see the real person behind the bomb bitch we see on social media Thank you. you know what Thank i mean so, so it's so crazy i i want to appreciate like you coming on here and really like speaking you know, more than you actually do on your social media. No, I you know? appreciate you for having me here. When I told my friends, they're like, oh my gosh, that's Yeah, so I know. I literally was like, I'm going to get Africa. Yeah. Don't care if it takes us a couple weeks to do yeah. this shit, pero aquí estamos, you guys. So, ya que supieron un poquito de su historia, del chisme, I hope you guys are truly inspired because como ella lo dijo, you guys, eso es su propósito, being on social media, porque, like you said, you can literally decide to shut your shit down and you'll still be a CEO. You know what yes. I mean? Like you don't have to share your life out to the public, but you yeah. do it because it's for fun yes. and to inspire. Absolutely. So now with that being said, you guys, we're going to go ahead and lighten up a little bit and we're going to go to the wheel of pendejadas. <laughs> Alright, you guys, so como pueden ver, Africa spun the motherfucking wheel and she got the wild card. And with the wild card, we got the motherfucking alphabet game, you guys. Ese pinche juego como que sigue sale y sale, you guys. Basically, para todos ustedes allá en casita que no saben how this game plays, production will give us a category. And in that category, me and Africa will go back and forth from A, B, C, D, and so on and so forth. And uh, I would be feeling all educated, so on and so forth. Average, I feel so <laughs> that came out of my I love it. I'm like, am I catching up? <laughs> but we're gonna go back, um, back and forth, and whoever doesn't give a word with that letter in the five second time frame loses. Perfect. The category is food. Avocado. Um, bologna. And C is cucumber. Um, D. Um, fuck donuts. Uh, Eggplant. Um, what's the next letter? F. Um. Flautas. Gorgonzola. Is H that is that, is that a word? I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> that is. I was like, okay, next. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Gorgonzola. Is what is that? Is that a cheese? Oh, it's um, food. Yeah? Okay, oh, okay. I'm okay. like, sounds proper to me. Yeah. H, hot dogs. H, I, fuck, am I going to lose this shit? I think I am. Uh, it Ice cream. Inge, inge su madre, I was you gonna lost. say. I was like, I finally lost. I win, bitch. See, you this can't, hype, you can't hype me too I much. I hyped her up too much, bitch. I'm Only like, to set her up for failure. I, I, I could have thought. I couldn't have thought of ice cream. Ice cream. I literally. She's like, I don't eat that. I was nah. like, that has carbs. <laughs> she's like, of course you won the food no. category. I was like, food. This was this was a trap, y'all. This was a trap. She's like, I only eat salads, babe. <laughs> so the next category is. Oh, I can do that. Oh, okay. okay. 
Okay, you start so, now this time. All right. So the next category, you guys, is celebrities. All right. So wait, I start. You start. Alicia Keys. Uh, B. Beyonce. C. Um, fuck. Um, Cardi B. D. Drake. Duh. <laughs> e. Elon Musk. Oh, Moody's all. <laughs> wait, isn't it like the, the guy from the rich guy? Ah. Eli Alan Musk. Alan Musk. Oh, I lost. No, he's a celebrity. Oh, he's a celebrity. Oh, so not just music. Oh, it's okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So F. Farruko. G. Um. Fuck. G. 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 Gerardo Ortiz. Ooh, I cut it close. H. Haley Bieber. I. Alana. Oh my god, drum. <laughs> I don't fucking know. J Balvin. K. K. Carol G. L. L. Lennox. Yeah, M. M. Um. <laughs> Ma. Mariela del Barrio. <laughs> huh? N. Yes. Nas. O. O. Oh, shit. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> ah! Oh, shit. P. Yeah. Uh. Piers Moore. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I think I just made that up. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Oh, Paris Hilton. Okay. Q. 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 Qu- um, the Quavo. Quavo. <laughs> ah! R. R. Rihanna. S. S. Um. Steven Fernandez. Oh no, Moore. That's all YouTuber. Ah! No! Fuck! Wait. <laughs> Wait S. We got to S. Selena. 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 But we got two S, S, you guys. I think that's a victory for both. I yeah, think we're ties. The tiebreaker, you guys. We have one and one. The next and final round is locations. This can be anything from a state, a city, a country, anything. Atlanta. Um, Boston. California. E. Delaware. E. Um, fuck. E. Ethiopia. F. F uh, Florida. G, Georgia. I, F, H. H, um, Hala, Hawaii. I, I Illinois. Jacksonville, Florida. Ah, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, it's a location. K, uh, Kentucky. L. Louisiana. F. M, Montana. N, North Carolina. O. Ohio. P. Wait, P? Yeah. Um, Paso Robles. California, Paso Robles, California. Look it up. Q, fuck. Is this where I'm gonna fuck it up? Q, 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 Q. Ah, fuck, you won. Wait, what was Q though? Quinta, I, I, I was gonna say Quintana Quinta, Roo. Yes, but I, I was like Q, Q, Q into cucumber. Yeah, Q. <laughs> I won. Woo! All right, you guys. So we just got done playing that little game. Y qué divertido está, you guys. But Before we end today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Africa para que ella nos diga what is next for you. So, you guys, what's next for me is just for my businesses to grow. So, if you guys want to see a little behind the scenes or insight on that, I have a fashion fitness clothing brand called Rare Fit. I have a supplement brand called One Soul. I have um, gym equipment called Build a Booty. And then there's me on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. I don't have Facebook, uh, TikTok, all Africa G. With that being said, you guys, we're approaching the end of today's episode. If you guys want to go ahead and follow Africa on all her social media 
so you guys can keep up with her and keep following her journey. I will leave all the fucking info down below as well as my info para que ustedes me puedan seguir y no se pierdan any future episode. And before we get off today, you guys, I want to remind you guys that if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe to Noche de Pendejadas, the podcast on Apple Music. Spotify or wherever the fuck you guys go ahead and listen to your guys's podcast at. And with that being said, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having. Thank you me. so much for opening up, and thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys.